Sky from Sumo Psycho, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. How is everyone doing out there? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is once again your host, Sunny. This time, along with the talented Juno-nominated frontwoman and actress, might I add, and Sky Sweetenham, also known as Sever. Quite the honor. Thank you so much for joining our podcast on IUF Sky. You know, this is an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at Sumo Psycho with the release of your upcoming third studio album, Initiation. Drops May 7th on Napalm Records. Now, first things first, I want to commend you guys on all the well-deserved recognition it's been getting so far, especially with those groovy, heavy-hitting singles, No Surrender, uh, Bystander, Vertigo. Shout out to Sirius XM Liquid Metal for playing your music. I hope they continue to do that. Uh, there's plenty to unravel about this outstanding record, but before we get to that, we talked about it before the interview started. How's life? You know, I think it's an important one to ask. It's a simple one to ask, but how have you been doing, Sky, doing this entire year of lockdowns? Are you okay out yeah. in Canada and Ontario? Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Sunny. Um, yeah, we're we're in southern Ontario, and right now we're in one of the strictest lockdowns in North America, as well as the strictest lockdown that we've been in probably so far uh, to the point where even the premier was trying to like shut down highways and like in a press release, they actually mentioned specifically no live streaming concerts, which was like, I'm like, I feel like you guys are attacking me personally with this <laughs> press release because we wanted to do something like along those lines with the album release. But obviously if you know, it's illegal, it's going to be a tough thing to pull off. So um, yeah, it's been crazy. I've been up and down personally, this, thing like everyone I think comes with its own struggles and confusion and questioning like how are we going to navigate this this year this the last uh few months um that we've you know all had to experience so yeah it's been crazy it's had its ups and downs I mean thankfully we've been okay here we um you know, we have our self-contained studio so we can record in our house. We uh, do our own videos like in our attic. So we've been able to kind of pull off a lot of the things that need to be done for a record release easier than I think some other bands have it when some of the band members aren't even in the same city, you know, to coordinate. So, yeah. uh, so I got to count my blessings in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're actually staying busy with that. And once you said a year, I, I, I don't even know if it's even settled in, if it's been already a year, like I said, these interviews will be in person. I've been, I've been doing these, uh, uh, continuously, but, you know, putting your music out has been like kind of our savior for the last year. I hope I, I hope I can speak for everyone when I say that, but, you know, let's wind the clock back sky, because for people who don't know, I want to go back to 2003, you have had quite the career up to this point, considering you got your upstart in the world of pop music before entering the heavy metal realm. If you could just briefly talk about that moment in your life that led to the shift from one genre into the next and eventually forming Sumo Psycho? Because it was quite the transition. Does it feel like everything just went by in a blink at that same time? <laughs> yeah, well, I think to a lot of people on the outside, it kind of can seem like that moment. I woke up and went like, Eureka, I need to start a metal <laughs> band. Um, but it was like a kind of gradual discovery of heavy music throughout my teen years. I mean, you know, I was doing pop music as a career very young, but I also was Uh, still growing and still evolving my own music taste kind of behind the scenes. So as much as my job was kind of like to go out and present this happy, smiley, you know, pop thing behind closed doors, I was like, man, I really want to try this heavy stuff. You know, this sounds cool to me. And so, you know, I was able to work with some really cool people that, 
uh, like Tim Armstrong from Rancid, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, yeah. all like co-writers, even Matt Wilder, who's a producer who did like one of my all-time favorite records, Tragic Kingdom by No, no Doubt. Um, you know, working with those people it kind of like got my little taste like slowly but surely into the rock world. And then, you know, I was just kind of having, I guess, like a, a quarter life crisis, I guess you could call it, coming from being like super, super busy in my teen years. I didn't go to school like many people. So I was kind of coming down from this massive busy time in my life. And I was just like, okay, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Do you like, do you want to <laughs> keep doing this? Do you want to try other music? Like, do you want to go back to school? And around that time, I also kind of reconnected with guitarist from Simple Psycho, Matt Drake, who, um, you know, kind of brought me a lot of his influences that he was listening to. And one of the bands he played me was a band called Skin Dread out of UK. Oh Which, man, that takes me back. <laughs> yeah. So and their first record, Babylon. And I was like, dude, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be able to make people dance and rock out at the same time. Like, I just want to make people have the, that fun kind of uh, feeling that that band gave me. And uh, from then on, we just kind of started experimenting and Sumo Psycho was born. You know, Skindra is one of the first bands I've ever seen live. So that's actually that that oh, hits cool. that, that takes me back. I remember when Babylon was playing. That was like we were in high school or at, at that time. And uh, everybody was that was the buzz, you know, and that's I, I love it how that kind of became an influence for you personally to get to where you are right now. Now, you know, Sumo Psycho has been around since 2011, but you've been at this for nearly two decades, like we just talked about, mm -hmm. you know, from 2003. But how was the touring life for you personally, Sky? Because you've done some extensive touring throughout your career. You know, you toured through Europe, North America. You opened for Britney Spears, for crying out loud, shared the stages <laughs> with Callan Porter, you know, Hollywood Undead, performed at places like uh, Download Festival and Warp Tour. And now we've all been just taking an unexpected step back. And does it make you have a growing appreciation of the touring life? Yeah, I, I, I do have such an appreciation for when you, you, you're told that you can't do it, of course, it makes, mm -hmm. it makes you just want to get back on stage and realize, you know, some of the, the times that I remember in 2019, right before the pandemic hit, I was starting to kind of reach like a burnout stage where we had been, you know, touring pretty constantly. Uh, we had done some pretty rough tours where I was sick, like the whole tour. And it was like the middle of winter and our van broke down. So we were like touring in a, a U-Haul that one of us had to like sit in the back where you can't get out unless someone lets you out, like totally would not suggest it illegal and you shouldn't travel <laughs> like that but you know we, we did what we had to do to get the shows to to happen and I I was at a point where it's like okay I need some time off of this touring life just for a little bit I need to write some more music the record also was kind of promised to people that it was coming and we we kept just getting tours so we weren't able to work on it so it was kind of weird, the timing of the pandemic in a weird way, because it almost was like forced break for me, yeah. which almost I think I needed in a weird way. Um, but as far as touring goes, I mean, it's in it's in my blood. I mean, I just can't I can't imagine not doing touring throughout as much as I can throughout my life, traveling and meeting new people and being out on the road is 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 one of the biggest joys of what I do. So it's it's definitely something I miss like crazy. Yeah, just the little things start to really pop out the more and more we're away from the stage, you know, and you talked about uh, recording that, that new album, Initiation, and I want to get to that right now because it comes out May 7th on Napalm Records. Now, I'm going to say this uh, for people who don't know, this is the follow up to the 2017 record Opus Mar. 
Here's the thing, it's quite the follow-up, and it's just a flawless blend of the pop and heavy metal elements. Two of the genres that you perfected, and we get the best of both of both worlds. It oh, thanks, Sonny. Included the um, you know, the punk rock vibes, you know, the hooks, the grooves. There wasn't a song on here that made me stop headbanging. If anything, that's a great formula <laughs> for a good album. So, and you have done that from songs like Love You Wrong to Bad News, which is my personal favorite, uh, Cyclone, Overdrive, Awaken. This is as good as it gets. So walk me through this. So when did the writing for initiation specifically begin for you guys? Yeah. So way back in 2018 is when we first started. Three years. Of, yeah. When we <laughs> first. A, time goes by in a blink. It's right, right there. I That's an know. <laughs> and we actually back in 2018 even started a crowdfunding campaign in hopes to raise money for the recording. And uh, then you know, like I said, we had a very busy year in 2019 with touring. Uh, we got to tour with some awesome bands, uh, everybody from Nonpoint and Butcher Babies all the way to gin doing tours with Ginger. Um, so it was it was an awesome year for us. And uh, we were just so busy. We were slammed with touring that we didn't really get into the studio the way we thought we would. Uh, but we were able to squeeze in a quick trip to Vegas for two weeks where we worked with a producer named Kane Cherko right. and worked on two songs for the record, Vertigo and Overdrive, which was an awesome experience. You know, we got to get into like a really beautiful recording studio, hideout recording studios in Vegas. And it's very different from how we work out of our home studio, which is like Matt and I in our underwear, like bedhead, just like, <laughs> oh, what idea did you dream of last night? You know, so it was kind of cool to have that experience, you know, partying in Vegas every night after, after, you know, writing songs. So it was very vibey. We were feeling, feeling a little like that rock star vibe. We're like, oh man, we're in Vegas recording some songs for a record. So yeah, cool, as you, you know? should. That's that's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. And then uh and then, you know, uh we got the opportunity with Napalm to sign with Napalm. So that kind of came together end of 2019, actually signed the deal in uh January 2020, which kind of made us go, okay, this crowdfunding thing we've been working on since 2018, we have to reset some things now that we're working with this label. So then we kind of went back to the studio looked at everything that we had done and even went back in and wrote even more and then of course with the pandemic hitting we're like okay we've got even more time on our hands to to write music so uh songs like uh bystander bad news no surrender were all done during the pandemic so those songs wouldn't have even probably been on the record which are some of my favorite songs mm -hmm. without uh that kind of forced stop because we were intending to release the record a lot faster if it wasn't for the pandemic hitting so uh in a way it kind of made the record even better than it would have been uh because we had that extra time to even write more so so yeah it was kind of it's kind of a roller coaster of a record because there's so many emotions there's feeling that like super awesome you know party vibes from vegas and then all the way to being like you know where the hell is my life going i'm stuck in my house and i have no idea what i'm doing with my life you know kind yeah. of song so there's lots of emotions lots of different kind of mental states but i think the one thing that strings this record together um is the fact that we always kind of put a little bit of that fun and kind of hope light at the end of the tunnel throughout each song um and yet we, we consider ourselves a party band. So we like to kind of bring people into wanting to feel that energy. And like you said, head banging on every song. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Uh, if, I mean, talk about, you know, live streaming, like moshing my own room is what I've been doing. And this this record <laughs> helped me do that. Now, yeah. you mentioned uh, Kane Churko and people who don't know it was recorded over at Hideout Recording Studio in Vegas. Yeah. And he's known for his work with, uh, what is it, Ozzy in this moment, Papa Roach. 
And, you know, you've done metal and pop albums, Sky, and you're no stranger to Eater Sound, like I kind of briefly mentioned earlier. Does it feel like you're tapping into a whole new dimension of yourself that you may not have been able to tap into before? Like, Sumo Psycho allowed you to expand your musicality. 100%. I think that that was the initial appeal to me to starting a heavier band and using heavy music as a place to explore because I did feel a little bit boxed in when you are kind of in that pop genre where it's like, okay, the songs yeah. have to be this long and you have to make sure you get a hook in here. And then, you know, the chorus has to be in before you hit 30 seconds, because that's how you write <laughs> the best pop songs. And it does feel limiting. And I was, you know, I'm a very creative person and I always question things. I'm like, why does it have to be like this? Why do we do it like this? You know, everything, every aspect of my business, I, I've questioned. So uh, for me going into a heavier genre, let me kind of open the floodgates to be like, let's see what you can do, Sky. Can you scream? Can you rap? How high can you go? How low check, can you go? Check, how many, check, check, check. <laughs> how many, how many, you know, uh, different rhythms can you fit into one, you know, one song? How many, you know, different genres can you fit into a song? And that to me was a lot of fun to feel that freedom. So uh, for me, that's what Sumo Psycho is, is about letting myself just kind of like, just vomit out everything and just see what, what comes out, you know? Yeah, do me a favor. I'm just I'm just one a million. Keep this band going because you guys are doing <laughs> something great here. And That's you know, funny. between writing and structuring the songs and the production process, like we talked about. And here's something that I was very excited to dive into: the lyrical themes surrounding Sumo Psycho, especially this album. You know, relate mm-hmm. to the you said this. You know, the polarization of the world we live in now. Not only that, it also takes the listener into the dystopian like world of psycho city, which are carried over from the previous two albums. It's almost like there are two themes, but there's also personal themes like love, sacrifice and anxiety. And, uh, you know, you talked about bystander, which it shows that that music video of your character trapped in a floating house, watching uh, news events taking place on TV and outside your window. Then you have a song Mm -hmm. like vertigo, which is about trying to hold on to your sanity and self, um, you know, against any outside force. So I kind of ran it out. I want to round it out to this question here. To what level do you like to have a theme for your music, Sky? And how important are themes to you? Is that more about helping you write or sound or is that more for the audience? Yeah. So for me, I kind of think about it in in kind of two worlds. Like I said, there's my real life and the inspiration I get from real world events. And then there's kind of like this fantasy world that I go to, which is like almost tapping into my childhood self that like goes into movie world where all my favorite movies exist. And um, for me, the artwork and the music videos is very much in that psycho city fantasy world. Whereas a lot of the lyrics come from a bit of a closer place to my heart or get, I guess, or what I'm going through daily. And sometimes that's not even apparent until hindsight where I'm looking back at a song that I've, I've written and I went like, Oh, that's why I was writing about being trapped in a box or something because I was feeling, you know, from the pandemic or whatever. And sometimes I don't really realize the emotions that I truly am carrying with me until I process them through a song. And in some ways I also find that I'm almost talking to my past or future self through my songs where I will almost write if I'm in a bad place, almost write a song that's telling me, you know, like, Hey, you got to get through this tough time. And I don't see that until I finish the song. And I'm like, wow, like I actually kind of like really (laughs) did process some emotions (laughs) here through this. So it is like therapy. I know a lot of bands say that, but it's true. And, um, and to me, when you talk about themes, um, the theme for initiation uh, is twofold initiation to initiate more people into our worlds 
being the fact that we've had the most exposure we've ever had with Napalm Records on our side. And, you know, as a growing band, it's been kind of interesting to see more and more people find out that we've we've been here for 10 years, but it's kind of cool to see more people actually discover us properly. So that's their initiation to Sumo Psycho. And also our fantasy world is the initiation into four factions or gangs in our Psycho City world. And if people are interested in that world, you can take a quiz at sumopsycho.com. It'll tell you based on your personality, which gang you I'm should belong there right to. Now. I'm going to head there <laughs> right, right after this interview. I had no idea about that. That's, yeah. thinking, that's definitely thinking outside the box. Yeah, and it kind of ties in with our pre-order bundles. And uh, yeah. if if somebody wants to dive in super deep, all those different gangs are all intertwined with each other in some way. And there's Easter eggs through all of our videos and artwork. So if you want to dive in, go for the go for the fun little treasure hunt with me. <laughs> I will definitely do that. Now, Sky, we got five minutes left. I'm gonna do something fun here to finish things off. I haven't done this in a while. I do this for most of my guests, and it throws them off every time. What I'm gonna do. I'm going to put you on the hot seat. hot seat. I'm going to see if you know the lyrics to your own songs. Are you up for that challenge? Oh my gosh. Okay. This will okay. Be All right. I, I'm going to handpick it. I just hand selected a few. What I, I'm going to start you off easy. I promise. Okay. I'm going to read a lyric and you're going to say, obviously what, what song it's from. I think it shows a different side of your lyrics. If I'm just reading it, it sounds like it literally sounds like poetry. It's amazing. As opposed to just <laughs> delivering on stage. Obviously I, there's no way I have the vocal quality like you do, but I'm just going to do read it off here. Okay. 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 Ready? Here we go. The hounds are at my heels. Got no time to react. I feel their breath on my neck and their teeth at my back. That's vertigo. There we go. Initiation. I told you I started off easy. All right. Off, okay. off to a good start. All right. Now I'm not going to go in order. So here we go. Yeah. Mr. Two can play at this game. Call me out. Come on. Call my name. They're just like you. Yeah. They're all the same. That's fighter. Yeah. From Lost in Psycho City 2014. Yeah. Good yeah. job. <laughs> you do know your own songs. There we go. Uh, conquer. Be radical. Commandeer. You've got the power. You control all your desires. Stand up. Recognize. Step it up. Shock surprise. I know this one. It's for yourself. Going? Yeah. I was like, should I keep going? She's already got this. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Opus Mar 2017. That's right. actually Conquer. Be radical is on my coffee cup. There we go. That is awesome. I knew I had to I had to get that song. That's yeah. that's a fan favorite, one of my personal favorites from you guys. Thank you. All right. Moving on. Open my eyes to the bright lights. Blinded, but it feels so right. I let him control all of my soul. Take over. He's got a hold. Oh my god. No, you're not bringing it way back. Not not is this way back? Because this is this is from Lost in Psychos. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, I know. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> it's it's the last song. I think it's the last song on that record. My name is Rock and Roll. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, of course, of If course, anything, but... if put it this way, I'm just making you rethink your set list when you guys come back to Dallas. Yeah, so true, that. true. Okay. It's funny. Yeah, okay, keep no, no, going. Go ahead. Go. No, 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 no. I was going to say, okay, so um, I'm going to, you're talking about throwing it back. Okay. Uh, this is a, I'm going to throw you a curveball here, okay? Okay. She drowns me out when I shout. I'm so overpowered. I that's cannot. That's what I hide. thought you were gonna do. I, that's what I thought. It's slip personality. Oh my gosh, from that was the noise a secret from the basement. From secret two, bonus track. So that's a real deep cut there, yeah. Sunny. Yeah. So I was like, is she gonna name the next song, or should I just tell her? That it's was great. How the lyrics from Rock and Roll kind of had that similar vibe as that song. Just yeah, it did. It did. And, yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on. Uh, if I was a headline, I I bet I'd be dramatic. This time to think has made me sink and repeat my bad habits. 
That's bad news. Yeah. That's the next one coming out. New yeah. video coming out right before the release. So awesome. Yeah, I had to that. do my personal favorite there. And uh, yeah, I, that's a great song. I absolutely love the composition of the entire track. Can't wait to see the music video on that. I had no idea you had that coming out. So there's that. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. We okay. were, <laughs> we're okay. just filming this past weekend. So it's going to be Perfect. a real, real funny video. All right, just a couple more. This war that rages in my mind, worn out its novelty, shen shivers down my spine, step to the firing line, this is a? Rivalry. There you go, Opus Mar 2017. All right, last one. Again, I'm throwing it back here. And you mentioned, this is a clue. I think you got this though, because you mentioned his name earlier in the interview. I met a nan man named Hate. I met a lady named Malice. Men on the avenue and not in the palace. And everyone we meet is so damn ruthless. So boy, don't ever leave me. Na, 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 na. <laughs> it's uh, the song. I'm gonna put that, an audio track here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm afraid of them. Is is a song I did with. Uh, it's called Ghost, but I did it with Tim Armstrong back yeah. in the day. Of Rancid. I mean, that's what yes. he's mostly known for. Uh, Sky, I'm gonna put a round of applause here once this episode goes live because you did perfectly. I think you. Got, I, I mean, you maybe got one wrong, but I mean, you got it. There are just so many songs. It. Sh I think it shows the growth in your musicality. Like when I read the lyrics from, what is it, two thousand four to two thousand twenty one. Like it's yeah. it's amazing that it shows. Like, again, when I read it, just feels like I'm reading a lullaby to somebody or just like <laughs> sending someone to sleep. But anyway, uh, this has been such an honor, Sky. Uh, do you have any you know last words? Any shout outs? Is anything you like to plug in as far as Sumo Psycho? An initiation before we finish things off here? Yeah, of course. Well, thanks everyone for listening in and new album initiation is out May 7th. We've also are super stoked that you guys want to pay attention to our band. So please follow us on all our socials. It's just S-U-M-O-C-Y-C-O and head on over to sumopsycho.com. Take that quiz and pre-order the new record. Super stoked for it. And uh, thank you guys for listening and everyone's listening this is sky from sumo psycho initiation comes out may 7th on napalm records she said it if you can buy the record because the bands can't do it without your help i still buy records that's in the corner of my room right now and don't forget you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams check us out on interview on fire.com sky thank you from the bottom of my heart you be safe out there can't wait to do this again with you and the guys in dallas uh this will be yeah, great that'd be awesome uh, thank stay, you so much sunny no thank you stay in touch and i'll talk to you next time okay bye, bye, -bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.